Hi, Megan. Hi, Morgan. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking your time. I know you're crazy busy. You've been traveling a lot. Where are you right now? You're in yeah. Kentucky? I'm in Kentucky. Just got home from Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. Still a little couple days in Nashville. Jeez. Busy, busy. Um, so I love how, how we met recently. Um, so Ben, uh, he, uh, everybody, all the listeners know he's the producer of this podcast and, uh, you guys have worked together. He does a lot of your, your video stuff and your photography. And, um, he said, you have to interview Megan and she's doing big things, uh, with coffee and, Ben and I have a little addiction with our coffee, so I was very excited as soon as he said that. I'm like, yes, we're having her on 100%. And that day that he had us, like, exchange numbers and we were texting, you, uh, you know, like, we're driving, and so you sent me a voice memo, like, hey, I'm, dr I'm driving to church, so this is better. Um, and I was driving to church, so I text you back a voice memo, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm driving to church. Uh, do you go to, <laughs> are you seeing Judah today? And you're like, yeah, I work at the door, or like volunteer. And so I, it was crazy. So we met that day that Ben, like, you know, uh, had us exchange numbers, and we sent him a photo, and he's like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, I literally an hour ago just sent you guys each other's numbers. So I thought that was such a cool experience. I'm like, this is so meant to be that we met. So this is, this is exciting. Definitely a very cool moment. I was like, oh, okay, so we're going to be friends. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've been going to the same church for like, I, I think I've been going for like at least five years, if not longer. So that was just, and I know you've been going longer than me. So Yeah. That just shows you how big it is. You can always meet someone new. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly meeting people in different scenarios, and then they tell me that they go there, and then I end up being really good friends with them. So it's like, oh, Morgan and I are going to continue to be really good friends. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so, yeah, so I know a little bit, you know, a little bit about you that I read and, and looked on social media and what Ben said, but I just find you're very fascinating. Like, I know that you're an actress. Um, and then the whole coffee situation and church. And so, and I know that you're from Kentucky and then moved to LA. And so I just want to hear your story. Um, I just like hearing, especially women's stories about how they just went after their dreams and didn't settle. And um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to hear whatever you're willing to share. So um, yeah, so thanks for having me on. I think what's really interesting is that kind of you talking about that you love hearing women's stories. And I actually have a podcast with my acting manager called Badass Babes of Entertainment. And so we interview a lot of women on there and we love talking about their stories as well. And basically more so industry geared. So if they're a producer, actor, influencer, and finding out what are the steps that they took? Were there any women that helped them along the way? Do they have any advice for aspiring women in the industry? So when you told me about your podcast, I felt like they really aligned and they were similar enough that we'd have a lot to talk about. Yes, I love that. I love yes. that. And I think there's something to be said for women who are, are confident enough to to respect and help other women and support other women. 
I had read something the other day someone posted about, I don't remember the exact quote, but something about how, um, you know, confident women support other women, but unconfident women don't. Like they put women down or judge women. And, and so I like to talk to women that are like all for helping others to grow and to succeed and so I love that I love that you have that podcast yeah I could tell from the moment that I met you that you were a confident woman we were going to be friends you're like yo absolutely because when Ben was like oh you should be on the podcast I was like okay we'll see like you know what she says and you're like absolutely would love it and I was like she's so sweet already (laughs) thank you thank you so much I love it I love it oh I love it um, so, yeah. so growing up for you in Kentucky, how was that? So I always knew LA was going to be my home from the time I was five years old. I was asking my mom, like, can we move to LA? And she's like, absolutely not. She's just not a city girl. Like she loves where she lives. She's happy. But I always felt like there was something more and I knew I wanted to act. And I was one of those like dorky kids, like putting on plays for my family and doing like little school plays and just whatever I could get into, you know, even if I was just practicing at home, like watching a Disney movie and then like, okay, I'm gonna pretend to be Ariel. And my mom would make costumes and I'd put little plays on with my friends. And so obviously I had to, turn 18 before I could do anything. And my mom really wanted me to go to college. So I got my degree in business with a concentration in marketing. And my mom's like, you know, if the acting thing doesn't work out, you'll always have your bachelor's. Like no one can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. And then I stayed at her house. She was nice enough to let me live there so that I could work off all my debt. So I only had a little bit of student debt by the time that I moved to LA and I saved a lot of money. And I know there's a lot of stories of like, I only had $500 and I drove in my car. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be bougie. (laughs) A lot of money. So I saved enough for a car, a down payment on an apartment, rent for a little bit, and then I had all my stuff shipped out there. And then I just booked a one-way ticket because I was like, I'm not a cross-country type of girl, which, funny enough, full circle, that I just took one. And <laughs> I moved out to LA eight years ago and have been acting and really just loving home. But my only thing was just like a lot of other actors, like I don't want to do the serving job anymore. I'm sick of like, you know, being fired or laid off. And I had a full-time job that I really enjoyed. They were very flexible. If I needed to go out for an audition or I had something personal, a doctor's appointment, they were very understanding. And they closed that office down in October due to COVID. Like a lot of other places that were permanently closed down. And after that, I was just like, I'm sad, but not that sad. I'm not that sad because it's not my dream job, but I did enjoy it and it allowed me the flexibility. I love my boss, the people I've worked mm-hmm. with, what I did. Mm-hmm. And I just thought like, I don't know that I'm going to find another job like that. And so I had been kind of venting to a girlfriend, what am I going to do? And she was actually sending me a lot of TikToks and they mm-hmm. were all like, start a YouTube channel, do this for a business, do that whatever and one of them was oh we should start a coffee company I was like hmm 
I was like, I do love coffee. And I'm one of those people that are like, will go on a health kick. And I'm like, I'm going to give up everything, like drinking and coffee. And I'm only going to drink water and organic vegetables. And it's like, no matter how many times I tried to like give it up, it just always comes back. And I just love that comfort in the morning, that deep flavor and just what it represents of growing up with my dad and making mochas and coffees and having that experience where it felt like an experience that you're just like Mm -hmm. drinking. It felt like comforting and love. And I was like, okay, I know it's not going away. I love it. I'm going to think about it. So I sat on it for a couple of weeks and I'm the type of person that I have some form of ADD because I get bored so easily. (laughs) Yeah. I've tried to like start other things in the past or I just get bored really quick. And so with this, are you a Sagittarius by chance? Gemini. Okay. As I say, I'm the same way. I get bored very easily of things and I start things and I'm like, eh, no, I don't know. And then I go on to something else and, but anyways, continue. So you get it. Yeah. So you get get it. it. And yeah. So it's like, you're like, I don't want to look lazy or like, I didn't care, but I, I can't put my all into it unless I really care, which is not much. And so I started it and it's been going kind of slow, but I wanted it like that because I was like, sure, I could like put something together tomorrow, but I was like, I really want to take my time. So I reached out to maybe 10 vendors and um, sampled all their coffees. And then I had a list of requirements of things that I was looking for and I wasn't settling and so that really dwindled it down. And then I sent all my samples to friends and family, which at the time, had we been friends, I would have sent you some. Oh. So yeah, so it was fun to get their feedback and do like market research. Mm-hmm. And that's really been eye-opening too. Every time I think, okay, what kind of tissue paper do I want? Or should I use boxes? Or should I use bags? And I thought everyone would want boxes and everyone wanted bags. They're like, I'm so sick of boxes from COVID. And if I have to open another box or put it in my recycling, I can't deal. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm glad that I asked that. Yeah. So through such a slow process, I'm still not bored. I still get excited to talk about it. I still get excited thinking about it. I've come up with new ideas all the time came up with a brilliant one the other day and I was like this is still so fun to me and it doesn't feel like a job and it's not something that I can get fired from and it's a legacy that I could leave and I just absolutely love it oh, so I'm like it's amazing to, yeah hopefully one day never have a job again <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome I I love that there's a few things that I want to go back to first of all in your childhood, it's so funny, we have similarities, because I used to do the same thing. I thought I wanted to be an actor when I was young, and I would memorize, like, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen movies, because that was, like, the thing when I was little. I don't know about you, I'm 34, so that was, like, I think I was, I'm 34, too. Oh, okay, look at us, and so we would, like, I would memorize those, I'd memorize Disney movies, And then I would have, like, my friends, I would try to get them to memorize them, too. So And I'd be like, okay, you're going to be Mary-Kate, and I'm going to be Ashley, and you're going to say these lines, and I'm going to say these lines. And they're like, what? And I'm like, we'd get upset if they didn't do it right. And I wanted to, like, put on this performance, and I would tell my mom, look, I can memorize everyone's lines. Um, 
I want to be an actor. And my family, like my dad was an actor, my grandpa, my great grandfather was in The Wizard of Oz. And so my dad didn't want me to act. He's like, I don't want you in that world. My mom modeled for a little bit. She's like, I don't want you in the entertainment industry at all. Um, you can do whatever you want when you're 18. So very similar. So I grew up with like my great grandma having me watch like The Sound of Music and My Fair Lady and Breakfast at Tiffany's and a bunch of musicals like Oklahoma. And I thought I wanted to do theater. I wanted to do acting. I wanted to do something. And um, but funny enough, like when I turned 18 and I finally had like the money to go get headshots and the freedom I got headshots and that day I had like looked at how much fun the photographer was having and I'm like, I can't believe he gets paid for this. This doesn't feel like a job. I love how creative he is and how much he's loving his, his job. And I paid way too much. I paid like three grand for headshots and um, I'm like, and he makes really good money. Yeah. Cause he oh did, he was known for doing Brad Pitt and, um, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's wedding. And so he just blew up after that and he charged ridiculous prices. Um, But that day changed my life. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't do anything with those headshots. I'm like, I don't want to be an actor. I want to be a photographer. So then I went and bought like all my photography stuff and got into that. But point is like when we were younger, it's like we were like the same type of kid. I always knew I want to be in LA. Everything LA like excited me when we were kids, like they would take us to... um, Universal Studios and I would just like be in awe over everything like I can't wait to get into this world um but then when I grew up and I kind of got into it a little bit I was like no nah, actually I don't think this is for me and I like bounced but uh went a completely other direction but we were very similar as seems as kids like wanting to get out here knowing this is like where we needed to be I mean I was still we were right about it like we're still here um but I think that's awesome that you knew at a young age and then you actually did it, which is amazing. Yeah. Doing it. Yes. That's I had awesome. a couple friends that were like, when I was younger, like, oh, I want to be an actor too. And then they never moved. And yeah, like that's the thing. Kids. Yes. And that's the thing is like a lot of people in general, like um, they settle or they not necessarily settle, but like, they don't like maybe they're too scared to move or too like you know like it's yeah it's like so unknown and so you know like difficult to make it and so a lot of people just don't even try so that's why I love people and women especially that actually like go after what they want even though they know it's going to be hard and they don't really know how it's going to work out but they do it anyway because they know they have to because this is your passion so I think that's amazing um growing up did you do a lot of theater in school they didn't have a ton but I did what they had and then when I got more so into high school it was more musicals Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with singing I did it when I was younger and I think the more the older that I got, the more afraid I got. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't want people to see me sing. And so I was like, the dancing, the singing part, I was like, I just want to do the acting part. The acting so part. yeah, yeah. I only tried out for a couple of those and I just like left that alone. Where like, do you, wait. where do you think your acting bug came from? Did you grow up watching 
certain types of, of movie or did, or did you just always, how did you just always know that that's what you wanted to do? I don't know. My grandma claims it was from her. She was like, I like to act in scholars from me. I'm like, okay, grandma. But because <laughs> no one else in my family is creative or really in that kind of realm of maybe they're creative in a different nice. way, but they're, they're very like intellectual mm-hmm. and smart. And so I was like, I don't know where I got that from. So my grandma claims it was her, but yeah, I just think watching movies, just remember Julia Roberts seeing anything she was in and being like, I want to be like that. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or like, I want to be a Disney princess. How do I do that in real life? And I was like, oh, okay, just be an actor. You look like That's Belle. It. You could totally be Belle. She was my favorite. That was the musical that I tried out for and I actually wanted to make it really bad and I didn't. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, in my Instagram bio, it used to read modern day Belle. Oh, she see, I could favorite. totally see that. Yeah, um, and she was her. my favorite too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I loved her. Um, so you move out here. How was your first few months here? Was it wasn't that bad. Actually, I got lucky because I, funny story, found my roommate on Craigslist and we didn't meet until the day that we went to sign the lease. So she picked me up from the airport and that's when I met her. And then we became really good friends. And I had some family members out here or out in LA. And so it was nice to have that kind of support. So I just thought everything was like new and shiny and I was just out there ready to get a job and make a name for myself and so the audition process and like getting an agent and that whole thing did that come easy for you and getting like acting jobs here or is it difficult no it's still not easy (laughs) (laughs) so that's why I just don't want to be one of those like desperate actors you have to give me a job and this is my validation I need to pay my rent and I I never wanted to have that kind of vibe and that's why I think it's so important for me for the coffee company to be a part of my life and for it to work because a for the financial part and just like the personal development of pushing myself of like this is scary I've never done this before I don't have really anyone to follow in their footsteps but I can mm-hmm. do this and yeah the acting thing's still really difficult but also with the validation thing like I think it's really important to have other things in your life and that's why it's so important for me to have God in church because I'm like even if I don't get the job, it doesn't mean I wasn't good enough. It's just maybe someone was better and that's okay. And my turn will come. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So did yeah. you grow up in church? No, my no. dad was atheist and my mom was Catholic. And since I got divorced, my mom was like, you can do whatever you want. We're not going to push religion on you. And so I grew up Catholic and then I came out to LA and just started going to different churches and then started going to non-denominational Christian churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's really important to have that kind of like solid foundation when you're in LA and have someone and something to go back to. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It was tough for me to find a church in LA and it took me a while um, before yep. I found church home. So yeah, I love Judah. He's amazing. He, I, I don't know if I'm in church or at a comedy show. I'm like, I, that's how I feel. He makes me laugh so much that I'm like crying. And 
And I'm like, I really don't know where I'm at right now because it feels like church, but I'm also laughing hysterically. Like, he's just so funny. That's um, how I am. My friends know if I'm there, I'm not there because they're like, where's your laugh? Like, we know you're, <laughs> you know, in the front on the left side. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm not obnoxious person. I'm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but not really. Why aren't you laughing with me? It's so funny. <laughs> he is. He's the best. Um, yeah. and then it sounds like coffee reminds you of your dad, which is also something mm-hmm. like we have in common, but, it re- and it does remind me of my dad, but more my grandma when I, mm-hmm. um, was growing up. Like, I just remember every, every time I was at her house and we'd wake up, I would wake up to the smell of coffee and it like when I was little. And then when I was in my mid twenties, before I moved out to LA, I was in a relationship and I lived in Arizona and when that didn't work out and I moved back, I moved in with her for a little bit and then I would wake up every morning to the smell of coffee and it just reminded me of her and she would, she has like a sign in her kitchen. Her name's Judy and it says Java Judy and she literally has any coffee maker you could think of and you wake up and she's like, what can I get you? You want to, uh, you want a cappuccino, you want espresso, you want a regular coffee, you need Bailey's in it, you want, and like, she just has, like, everything, and she's like, what do you want, what can I get you, you want me to make a fill in a frappuccino, like, what do you, and I'm like, oh, grandma, you're the best, um, so it, so I love, yeah, I love coffee, it reminds me of my dad, my grandma, um, and I swear I have a really bad addiction, because in the morning, when I take that first sip, I literally get chills all over my body. And I'm like, you know, it's bad. You know, you have an addiction when you like take that first that sip so and you good. just get chills. <laughs> this is amazing. So I love it. So, um, so it sounds like coffee really sounds like, like a good addiction. It's a good, I mean, there are worse things, you know, it's the one thing my holistic doctor is like, I've gotten you to cut out everything else but coffee. And I'm like, you're not going to get that one. You, I let you have everything else. You're not taking my coffee. So <laughs> it's like the one I thing. Gonna say, I was like, oh, you have a holistic doctor. I want to meet them. And they're like, mm, not if they're trying to get me to cut out coffee. But I do follow, I'm very like healthy and I follow a lot of like health gurus. And it's pretty 50-50, if not 70-30, on people saying that it's not bad for you. It's how you drink it. If you're drinking it and it's organic and it's black or you're just putting like a little stevia and some coconut milk in it, then it actually has a lot of health benefits. Mm-hmm. Especially right now in the summer, it's a bitter food and your body's craving bitter foods. Mm-hmm. So it's not that it's bad. It's just that when people usually think of coffee they equate it to like frappuccinos oh uh, yeah no I just do black I don't like anything in it like not even a little wow. bit of milk like I just do it black I'm so uh, impressed by you I don't I can do black but it's not my favorite way to take uh, it like I like flavoring like I like putting vanilla and cinnamon in it and then like okay. a little little milk I mean I can do that like there's a place that opened up down the street that I tried for the first time the other day and it it's amazing. It's called La La Land and mm-hmm. I can walk there, which is very scary. And um, it's, it's so close. And they have this latte called La La, La-, 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 La- Latte 
And I don't know how they do it, but it's it, it's something that you would like, I think, then. Because it's like a, a latte. I got it with almond milk, and they put some honey in there. And at the top, they froth like some sort of coconut something, but it tastes like a pina colada. So the, and it's on the top. So the first few sips, it's like pina colada. And then you start getting the coffee with the honey. Mm-hmm. It's heaven. But... I can't have too much of it because it's like too sweet for me. Like black is great for me, but I'm Italian. I think that's like my Italian blood. I think like a lot of my uh, friends that are Italian, like from Sicily, they're like, if, if you ask for milk in Italy, they would laugh at you and call you a baby. Like no one has coffee in their, or like milk in their coffee. Like everyone drinks it straight up. I'm like, maybe that's where I get it from. My Italian roots are in there. (laughs) See, I think it's like the chef in me that what I want, what I'm going to do with my social media pages are put a lot of recipes. They're all going to be vegan and gluten-free and sugar refined. And that's my issue with going to a coffee house that even if you get syrup where they're made in house, it's still made with sugar. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to do it with monk fruit and try to make everything Mm -hmm. just as healthy as possible i'm saying like fresh vanilla beans like cinnamon sticks fresh mint everything super clean where you know the ingredients because i like flavor and i like the mixology and trying something new and kind of like that high of like when you find a really great latte when we went to nashville i found a butterscotch latte Oh my gosh. The syrup was made in house. Was it healthy? No, but it was made in house and it was probably one of the best lattes I've ever had. It was so good. So you just need to find a way to make it more organic and healthy. And then you can. So it's like, it's like heavy cream and butter to make butterscotch and brown sugar. Mm-hmm. So I already found that there's monk fruit that has brown sugar and I was like, okay, so oh. do vegan butter and then make my own like cashew milk oh. and then try to whip it up and see if I can Sounds replicate amazing. it. So on this coffee journey, um, would you ever consider opening up a coffee shop with no, your coffee? No, it's just going to be a hundred percent online. Okay. Not that I don't love people, but it's just that the overhead is so outrageous that I don't think that it would be worth it for me personally. Okay. So it's so, all online. Yeah. It'll all be online. And do you have a name yet? Cause I know you're in the very like beginning stages, but. Right. So it's called roasted luxury. So oh, all my social that. media pages are up, but I'm still working on the content. I'm just kind of a perfectionist and I'll shoot mm-hmm. something and then I won't love it. I'm like, I don't know that I want to post this. <laughs> so I am going to be better at posting things and then kind of learning in the process versus editing myself out. I think that's been my overall biggest struggle in this process is because I want everything to be perfect. Perfect, Yeah. So I just um, filed for my trademark for my logo yesterday. So that was exciting. That's exciting. And yeah, I'm waiting for like other paperwork to come in, DBA and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. the labels are made, coffee's in, ready to go. That's so so exciting. Yeah. And you have been shooting everything. So it's going to be amazing. 
Mm -hmm. So he did the influencer shoot. It went really, really well. It was a lot of fun. It was just like, Ben knows me whenever it, like, he's just so funny because I think he's used to working with these huge brands. He's like, okay, I blocked out this whole day. What do you need? I've got you. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be like three people. This might take like three hours and we're just going to like sip coffee in between and take a couple of like cute pictures. He was like, oh, this is so chill. <laughs> like, it's like sometimes like it will, because of COVID, we, I had worked with him for a couple of years. I was like, you should know me. I'm very chill. Like, I just want tons of crafty and snacks, everyone to have fun, like loud music, like just bring your personality. Like, let's all just have Aww. fun. Because I think that whatever you're doing that goes into it and you can feel it. Oh yeah, definitely. The people are having fun. So working on people editing those photos and then working on getting the website up and it'll be ready to go. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm excited for you to try it. Knowing that you like drink it black, I'm like nervous, but then (laughs) No, I'm I'm so excited. If you like it, then it's real. No, I had, I was really nervous because I brought coffee for the influencers to try because they hadn't tried it yet because the website's not live. So I'm not like sending it out yet. And I was nervous, not because I don't believe in the coffee. I just don't know about my skills making it yet because I'm used to going to the coffee shop and I'm like, now I want to get really good at making it at home and then putting that in layman's terms Mm -hmm. because what I've found out there is people tell you how to make it or what the coffee is about, but it's so scientific. What if Mm -hmm. you don't want all that? It's like the altitudes at 1300 and the beans were roasted at 45 degrees. And then it was on top of a hill. I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. And I just want to know, is it good or bad? And so I want to find all that out and be able to pass that along to, you know, my customers and say, here's an easy recipe. This is why the coffee is good. This is why you would like it. If you like dark roast, pick this blend. Right. So I want to be able to put a quiz or some kind of guide for people on the website and just make it super easy. I agree. I I appreciate that um, because I've had coffee before that I've bought from small businesses that I absolutely love. My favorite is in Fresno. It's called Two Cities. Shout out. And they gave instructions on the back that were like very simple because I do a French press. It's like, oh, if you want to do French press, you know, you grind your beans um, which I do in the morning. And then, you know, you heat the water to like, I can't remember. Now I have like a fancy, like it heats itself to the perfect temperature or whatever. But, but nice. before I'm like, Oh God. So I have like have to boil it and then make sure it's like the right temp. And then you put it in for four minutes. And then it was like a whole thing. Like you stir it and then you let it sit yep. and then you press it down. It was like a whole thing. Um, and I got it down and now it's like, you know, a no brainer, but it was, I hadn't known that before. And so it was really cool to just like see the instructions and go, Oh, okay. And simple enough. Um, but yeah, some of them are really complicated, but it's like very, like when it tells you, okay, you just need this, this, and this done. It's a, it's not a bad idea. Have the instructions on there. I was going to do the instructions on the website. It would have different like if you do french press this is the best way to do it if you do pour over this is the best or coffee pot yeah i think with this one they have it on the back and it's just like has a little thing of like a pour over it has a little thing of a a french press and then just a regular coffee or whatever and it's like instruction 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 easy 
So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's so many different things. I'm, I'm so excited to try yours and see the packaging. I'm excited too. I, yeah, I, um, I had it at the shoot and everyone liked it. I'm like, I don't think they were lying to me, but Ben loved it. And I just put a little oat milk and like a dash of agave in him. And I were both like, this is good. Like, no, this is really, he's like, I'm a coffee connoisseur and this is good. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. But I was like kind of tooting my own horn, not because again, the coffee, but like how I made it. Like I was so nervous. Like I did the same thing. I went and ground the beans. I did the French press. I like, you know, the perfect water, but I wasn't used to making it that often for myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is good. The <laughs> fact that he said that, I was like, he was like, I drank all of it. It's gone. It's so interesting because I I am a coffee snob and and it's interesting like today I made the perfect coffee this morning but yesterday I was a little off on my portions and it was not great. Same coffee, Mm -hmm. not great. And I'm like, oh, and it's just black. Like it's like, you know, but if you're off on anything, it might not be. So it is, it is interesting, like, how you really have to have, like, the perfect amount of coffee, coffee the perfect amount of water, the perfect temperature, all of that. Um, you absolutely do. <laughs> and I've done the same thing where I'm like, this doesn't taste that good. Like, what did I do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And it's not the coffee. It's just the way you did it. Okay. Like, you know, because sometimes it's just off a little bit. Um, Which so also few... makes me a little nervous because then I think, like, when people are like, oh, can – they were going to hate me. People are like, can, can you, are you going to sell Keurig cups? Can I put it in my Keurig? I'm like, don't offend me. Okay. Because no, this isn't trash water. This is, I want actual coffee. I want it made well. And I don't want someone putting it in a Keurig and then saying, oh, I don't like your coffee. It's not good. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It's good. You didn't make it well. You didn't make it right. Well, I will say like my parents, I love them, but they, that's all they have is a Keurig. And if I go visit them and I don't bring my French press, I'll use it. But I had them get, there's like a little thing that you can get that is like the size of a Keurig cup thing. And you pack, yeah. And then you pack your coffee, your own coffee in it. So I've done that before. It's not awful, but I get what you mean. I mean, it's definitely not the same, but I refuse to use a little, and it's not great for the environment. And I don't know if I trust this little plastic thing getting heated super hot, like that, that's got to go into your coffee, right? The toxins from the plastic that has always bothered me. And then you're just throwing them away. And I'm like, that's not good for the environment. I work with four ocean. It bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that people are using these Keurig things. So, um, so yeah. I never thought of that, but that's a really interesting point because I do know now my mom and a lot of people have, my dad have their reusable ones. But even then I'm like, if that's what you're going to do, I can't tell you what to do with your life, but I'm not consciously selling plastic ones to put back into the earth that doesn't make me right. feel good so. well and you can say because you're you're you know more organic vegan um you're going that route if people ask for it then you just tell them like it's bad for the environment it's bad for you you're getting all these plastic toxins into your coffee um and then it's going back into our oceans and that's not good so yeah, <laughs> people are people are like these these girls are intense. All of our listeners. 
know. I can't help it though. I just want everyone to be healthy and eco-friendly. Yes. Thank you. So what is it that you like see, um, for like your future? You're obviously still doing acting. I know you had like an audition today. You mentioned. Yeah. um, I have big dreams within the last week. So get excited. I thought of this idea the other day for the coffee. I'm like, once I get it, I'm like, first, let's just get it going and launch. And uh, working, like I said, with a couple of great influencers, super excited for their videos, feeling really blessed because I have a lot of incredible friends also that are like, I'll just, you know, post about it for free. I'm like, thank you. And after that, I have an idea to start a line within that. And then I want to go on Shark Tank. Like, I think that would be yeah. so fun. That would be really so, fun. That'd be really fun. And as far as my acting goes, I did this video with a friend. My friend Chase is incredibly talented. And I was like, hey, can you help me shoot this and edit this? Like, I just love your eye. I think you're very funny. We've done a couple like skits together just for fun. And Linktree had a contest that I found out about on TikTok. And they paired up with Squarespace. And they had several different tiers. Like 29 people got 20,000. And then four people got... 5,000 or something like that. It went down. And then they're going to have like a people's choice where people can vote. And it was just either for creatives or small businesses. And I felt like, oh, perfect. I'm going to do it for roasted luxury. I'm going to use that money for, I don't know, influencers or ads or whatever it is that I need, camera equipment. I'm going to go buy a new camera. So we'll have to talk about that later (laughs) tomorrow. And And, oh, it said, one of the parts of the rules were you have to have a link tree in your bio. And I hadn't put that in there yet. And Mm -hmm. so I put it in there and it wouldn't work. And I was like, I just kind of had this thought, like, what if I do like content creator? And I did both of the link trees and the roasted luxury wouldn't work. And so I was like, I really felt like God was like, no, like you keep saying you want to do this acting thing. Why are you always like looking for other things to do to like keep you distracted? I was like, fine, I'm going to do it. Like I'm so scared. And I like, I felt so resistant to it that I was like, obviously I need to do it. And the link tree would work in my personal account. So I was like, felt like it was a sign. So I asked my friend if he would help me. I came up with the concept and wrote out the script and then we filmed it. And it was so funny. Like, I'm not saying like I'm hysterical, but just even his genius creative like editing, we did it like a reality TV show. And instead of just looking to camera and saying, hey, I'm Megan, like I want to use, you know, the money for this and this and this. I was like, I'm going to film a skit about it and then have these two roommates being like, we are two roommates and we're going to talk about what it's like living in L.A., you know, aspiring for your dreams, but you're living in the world and you're following Christ. So it's like, I want to go on this date. And what if we end up having sex? But wait, I love Jesus. Like which one? And like, just very realistic Uh and not like a, cause I feel like I always see either Christian films that are rated G or R rated. They're having sex. I was like, where's the in between where you're really trying to follow your dreams or, you know, be friends with, everyone you want to like go out and drinking but then you're like but I don't want to get too drunk but then like I want to be able to make church on Sunday yeah 
and not have it be fake. And yeah. so we filmed that. And it was so funny. I showed my girlfriend today and she like had tears streaming down her eyes because she was laughing so hard. She was like, that was hysterical. So. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to see that. that. I'm excited to see that. Also, I feel like it would be relatable too. That's why I want to do it. I feel like it'd be really relatable. We're not having enough of those conversations. And so I was like, I want to be the one to open that up. So for my personal I'll have my business stuff, but then for my personal, I want to shoot more skits like that because I wrote an entire script. I've been working on it for years and working on like, how can I sell it? And I was like, why do I need a huge network to do that? Why not just film it on my own and put it on mm -hmm. social media? Which is totally doable now. That's how a lot of people are making it is they're just saying, you know what? I have my own platform. I have YouTube. I have Instagram, TikTok. Like, why do I need to go pitch this when I could just make it on my own? And, yeah. and you know, it works. It works for a lot of people. So that's exciting. So many people do that. And that's what I was inspired by. So I'm like, okay, I have two great ideas right now. Like I have my business, but then I have a different creative side for my acting versus waiting around and being like, oh, this audition sucks or there's not, you know, enough mm -hmm. of them or when I'm, when's it going to be my turn? I was like, why is my turn? Not right now. Like take right. Instagram reels, take YouTube, but that's my TV. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You have all the control. I think that's the cool thing about social media right now is that you can take control over your own career and stop waiting for someone to say, okay, it's your turn now. Like it could be your turn mm -hmm. whenever it's just, yeah. And you know, all the right people, it sounds like to help you. Cause then it does get pricey if you have to like hire, you know, hire this person or that person. But if you have like the friends that will help you out, like your friend, um, then, you know, you have, you know, you have everything right there and you could do it yourself. It's pretty, it, it is an awesome time that we're living in where you can actually take control and do all this yourself and, and it's fun too. I think that like at the end of the day, like someone was asking me the other day, like how many people watch your podcast or you, um, or listen to your podcast? Like, are you growing? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I don't look because I enjoy doing it. I enjoy talking to people. I know I get email or like I get, um, like DMS and stuff from people saying, Oh, I saw this last episode. I loved it. You should do more of this or, or that. I really love Aww. this. And I get feedback and I, I'm like, that's great. Someone's listening. Like that's all the, that counts, you know? And so I don't know. And they're like, how do you not know? I'm like, I don't really pay attention to numbers. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I'm doing this cause I love it. Not for the numbers. And if it just happens to like go somewhere, then great. And if not, at least I'm like enjoying what I'm doing. Absolutely. You know, and connecting. My thing people. is that it's not for me personally, I don't want the numbers. Like I could have like a million followers. It's more so the community. Mm -hmm. So my favorite people to follow on TikTok is like, I just go straight to the comments because it's almost like they'll do a video and then the comments make it funnier, like adding on or they're like, mm -hmm. oh, thanks for sharing. I'm going to buy this product or I loved it. Or like, you should try this and giving tips and comments or people or feedback like, oh, I tried that and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. And I'm yeah. like, I'm so excited to have that community of women being able to talk like, oh, I thought no one else is going through this as well, or they can give their advice. It's not mm -hmm. how many people 
it's just like, even like you said, if there's those couple people that are like, oh, I'm touched by this. I'm going through this. It's relatable to me. They mm-hmm. can share it with a friend that's going through something. That's what I'm most excited about. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. I love that. And I'm similar. I like to follow people that talk about real things. Like I follow this uh, girl that's, you know, a, a trainer and she's in that fitness world and a fitness model, but she does like bad lighting versus good lighting, sucking it in and like, um, you know, and flexing versus just letting it all go. The difference is so crazy, you know, or like how my, how people Photoshop me on magazines versus the real thing. And she's got cellulite and she shows it. She like puts it all out there. And I'm like, that's great because a lot of women out there, especially like influencers, they try to look perfect all the time, which is so unrealistic you know and if they do they're getting plastic surgery they're getting fillers they're getting all these things and they're not showing that part all the time they're just showing like Uh, oh I I work out and I look like this and it's like no you don't you get so much done and you're not showing it if you owned it great but you're not owning it like and then people think that's realistic and it's not and so I I like to follow people that are more like honest Like, even if they do get all that stuff done, because I also have a friend who's a makeup artist, uh, Karen, and she, I grew up with her, and she's gotten a ton of stuff done, but she's honest. She goes and films it all if she does it. Great. Own it. But don't pretend like it's natural and then give these young girls, like, this, these body image issues, you know, and complex, like, oh, I don't look like that, and... You know what I mean? Uh, there's a couple girls that I love that are on TikTok that are like, oh, you want to know what the celebrities do? Or you want to know, you say I look good natural. Here's, a, and like, that's my thing is I'm just like, I don't love like wearing makeup or like doing my hair. I'm like, oh, I have an audition. Fine. I guess I'll put on makeup. Like one of my agents yeah. literally knows that I hate it. And he's like, yes, you need to wear makeup for this. And I can, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but there's a couple girls on TikTok that are like, oh, you know what I how I look so natural and they're like, okay, I've had Botox. I've had fillers here, 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 here. I've had, you know, a lip lift and then I've had my nose done and then I've had my eyebrows like painted on. And then I've had like lip tinting, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh gosh. So they've had, you know, 18 procedures right, and $60,000 to look natural. That's never right. going to make it. Like, and if they're honest about it, like, great. I think you should do whatever you want to do to make yourself feel better. That doesn't bother me. It's the, it's the pretending natural and putting it out there. Like that's, it drives me crazy. Cause then these girls that I train that are like 13 to 16 are like, I want to look like a Kardashian or a Jenner. How come they have big butts and small waists? And, And I go, they pay for it. Like, that's not natural. Well, they work out a lot. Yes, they work out a lot. They also get a lot of plastic surgery. That's not natural. And these girls think it is. And I'm like, oh, and then the fact that they won't admit to getting things done. I'm like, oh, geez. Like, that's where it gets a little, like, dicey for me. But um, That's why I like Jenner because she'll just film all of her plastic surgery. I'm like, uh, she's my mentor. She's like, I'm getting my ears done, my second face, my boobs done. I'm like, I love this woman. Oh, not to it. I love it. 
Yeah. That's so great. I was going to say that my other thing is that I love following influencers that also just talk about like mental stuff. Like, oh, I'm having anxiety. Oh, I'm depressed. Because I think that's the thing too, is to be like, oh, now I've made it. I have a million followers and I'm suddenly always happy. So those are my other favorite. And mm -hmm. I, I hope to always be like that, just super transparent as much as I can, mm -hmm. even though I'm not an influencer, but in any aspect of my life, just to be really open and honest. And this is what I'm going through. Like I posted on Instagram yesterday, like, man, I really miss my therapist. I was having a bad day and was like, I wish I could talk to her. Like this sucks. And it's not because I want my friends to reach out and do anything about it. It's just like, I don't want to only post the highlights. Oh, I went to this fancy dinner. Like, who cares? Right. No, I think that's definitely important because I think a lot of people that are experiencing anxiety or depression are thinking they're alone because they go on social media and see everyone happy. And they're like, yeah. oh, I'm alone. So it helps when people are more honest about it, that they're in a little place. Or um, like Ben and I were just talking last week on the podcast about um just how recently like I have not I've been in a different energy that I don't like and I'm trying to figure out when I was most happiest and when I was most happiest was when I was going to church every Wednesday meditating every day at unplug um and really taking care of myself like not just physically but emotionally and spiritually and seeing, you know, my therapist, which I still see, but not as often as I, I used to. And um, like now I'm just down to like once a month, which is fine. But I'm like in a different place. I'm very like discouraged, not very motivated. And it wasn't until this last week when I saw my therapist that something in me switched and I'm now getting back into being more motivated. But I had like a stack of things that I needed to promote that I've already been, you know, paid for. And they're all just sitting there and I'm getting emails like Morgan, where are our posts? And I'm just ignoring it. And, and I just didn't want to do it. And I didn't want to do my hair and makeup and I didn't want to get dressed up. And, um, and I'm like, everyone's like, where's your next, um, you know, stuff for your clothing line. You haven't had anything new in a while. And I'm like ignoring it. Like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I just wasn't motivated. Um, and dating is like, oh, and a whole other thing. I'm like, I'm over it. I don't want to, like, guy, like, guys that ask me out, I'm like, whatever, I, you're probably a disappointment. So I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> you know, and so it wasn't until this last week where she, you know, my therapist really helped me to like get me out of it. And I, um, I'm going to sign up again and unplug and start going and, and kind of like not trying to recreate that time where I was happiest, but definitely like just doing what I know I need to do to at least get me out of this funk that I'm in. And I think that that's normal for people to go through these like ebbs and flows. You can't be on all the time. Um, but I think that, you know, like you said, a lot of influencers and celebrities just post the highlights and it really does help to post like the parts of you that aren't so happy so that people don't feel alone not not even like necessarily for yourself like you said so your friends will reach out or you get attention but I think it's important to do so that other people know that they're not alone when they're feeling that way yeah I love when my friend wrote back and she said my therapist ghosted me and I just started laughing I was like that's awful 
But Aww. like even I, I posted something else and had some friends write back and it was just really honest conversations. And I was like, I didn't know that my friends were going through this. Like talking about having a lot of physical pain and mental issues. And I was mm-hmm. like, I had no clue you were dealing with that. You seem like the happiest person. So even if it's just to get closer to my friends or like you said, so people know they're not alone and having those mm-hmm. conversations can be really important. Definitely. And I think not that you're asking for my advice, but I think that I don't know what your, you know, sponsorships looks like or your Instagram, but I say, forget it and have a day where maybe you don't wear makeup and you're like, this is what I'm going through. I think that that's honest and real and people would really appreciate it. And if there was a brand that would go for that, be like, you know what, I will do your post, but I don't feel like curling my hair today. Are you okay with that? So yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, I appreciate you sharing that because you're studying. And when I met you, you. I was like, this girl must have everything together. Look at her life. (laughs) You're so sweet, but no. (laughs) You want to see my front bed? Oh my God. Thank you for saying that. But no, I don't. Like some days I feel like, you know what? I am, I'm very blessed. Like I had this idea of wanting to live in Santa Monica on the ocean, like in, in Santa Monica or uh, Malibu. And I've had this like dream for myself and to like train and, and write a book and have a podcast and a clothing line. And I had this like dream of what my life is going to be. And of course, like I, I want marriage and kids and, and a dog and like, I wanted all the things and, and not, not that I have that exactly, but I feel like I have gotten to where when I moved here, I was that girl that was broke in her car, living in my car and not really sure what I was going to do and had to eat off the dollar menu talk about while I'm trying to be a trainer telling people to eat healthy because I couldn't afford anything and living in my car. And now I do live in Santa Monica, not on the beach, but near it. And I have my dog and I have my dream Jeep that I've always wanted and and I work for myself and I do what I'm passionate about and I have a podcast and I have a clothing line and it's very small. It's not like in my mind, I'm like millions of dollars and the husband and the kids and I don't have it all. And some days I feel sorry for myself. And then other days I'm like, what are you doing? You have pretty much everything you asked for. Maybe not how you envisioned it, you don't have a multi-million dollar beach house, but you want to live in Santa Monica near the ocean and you do. You wanted the dog, you do. You wanted the Jeep, you do. You wanted to go on your own and be a trainer, you have it. You have a podcast. You might not have very many listeners, but you have it. You have a clothing line. It might only be six items, but you have it. Like, what are you doing? Like, you've done so, like, I have days where I'm so proud of myself and I think, God, I really do have it all. And then I have other days where I'm like, I'm 34 and I've accomplished nothing. And I get mad at myself and I'm like, you're better than this. And why are you still single? And (laughs) I get really down on myself. You know, I have days of feeling, you know, both. Um, Which I I think think we all do. Yeah, I think it's natural. But I think everyone feels like no matter what age, no matter how successful you are, you feel like you could do more. And I think... There's good and bad to that. But I think just trying to have um, gratitude for where you're at now and what you have is so important. So I think getting back into that mindset has helped me a lot over the last couple of days of just being grateful for what I have 
and knowing that I have it a lot better than, than most and, um, and just being really appreciative. So it's all we could do. <laughs> yeah. well, this is awesome. I am so happy to um, have met you. I can't wait to see you yeah. and, and try your coffee and maybe we could do like a, when you have it all together, like a cute trunk show where we just like, I can bring my, you know, I have like loungewear and so we could bring the loungewear and the coffee and you can set up your coffee to sell and I'll set up and we'll have like a little, like a, like a little collab. I love that. Also, if we do, yeah, something, something at your place when I come back, um, I'm planning on coming back in a couple of months. So we'll have to meet up again and hang out. I think that's such a cute idea. Yes. Yes. So we'll go to church and I'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. And then once it's launched, then I'll give you a code for all your listeners. So they get a discount. I would love that. And my listeners would love that. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited to see you again in person and try the coffee. And uh, I feel like we have so much in common. So crazy that like, I've never met you, but we've both known Ben. And now I'm like, wait, what, what? I don't want to like interrupt your story. Like I love listening to it, but I'm like, we have so much similarities. Like, we do i know it's so crazy and ben ben is awesome when it comes to connecting people i feel like he has a a gift for it he and yeah it's interesting everyone that ben has introduced me to or i've met through i love all of them it's like ben has this energy that just attracts really good people i think that's awesome i'm glad i got to meet in person and thank you for having me on here so honored thank you thank you i'm honored that you took the time i know you're busy um so tell people where they can uh find you and find your coffee when it launches so tiktok pinterest and instagram it's roasted luxury i mean i have it on facebook but i don't know who uses that anymore yeah same (laughs) but all the social all the social handles it's roasted luxury and then that will be the website i have the domain it's just not live yet so we'll have to come back when it's live and then i can um it's just roastedluxury.com but then i can give everyone a discount if they want to try it awesome thank you so much megan i look forward to seeing you yeah you too bye